Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. This will be uh, the last uh, teaching that we will have on this series of uh, uh, knowing God with all of our mind. And uh, in fact, we will have a break for two weeks because next week is Christmas Eve and uh, the following week is uh, uh, New Year, New Year Eve. So we would like to welcome you to, uh, to, to invite you to attend our live Christmas celebration and also uh, the Watch Night message. So if you have uh, been tuning in throughout this year, I want to thank you for uh, listening and, and staying with me in all the teachings that we have done. And should you desire and you're blessed, you, you, you want to support this ministry, uh, you have seen the QR code and you can make an offering. Uh, it will go towards uh, the, the ministry of the church. And uh, we have a lot of uh, expansions coming and we're always continu continuing uh, to move forward in, in the work of God. And so uh, if you would like to support us, if you are not from Calvary City Church, and uh, I encourage you to do so, so that we will be able to uh, extend the uh, kingdom of God on this earth. So we're going to just pray and then to, uh, I will start teaching. Father, I thank you for this evening. I thank you for this year uh, that you have been so faithful. You have been unveiling your truth to us uh, week in and week out. And I pray that you will bless our uh, listener, our, everyone who has tuned in to this service. Bless them. Bless their family. Pray that they will continue to grow in you and uh, uh, growing in the ministry and be able to enter into the eternal life that you have prepared for each one of us. So bless us this evening. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so... Uh, we, we talk about the importance of understanding God with all of our mind, with all of our understanding. Uh, otherwise, we will make some blunders, thinking that we are doing God's will, but it is not, because God looks at things very much differently. And uh, as we uh, seek to understand God, we will come to the reality that there are some teaching which is hard, which we do not want to accept, which we struggle against. But Jesus is telling us that we need to uh, come to the narrow gate. Okay, We accept Jesus in a broad way when we're living in sin and Jesus came to us. But as we follow him, we, he will lead us to the narrow gate. And then to, uh, and, and he says we are to make every effort to enter through the narrow gate, leading to the narrow path. So uh, this evening, uh, what we want to talk about is the narrow path. 
right? We enter, we make every effort to enter to a narrow gate, but beyond that is the narrow path that we need to walk on. Let's uh, look at uh, the Gospel of Luke 13, verse 23 to 25. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few going to be saved? He said to them, make every effort to enter through the narrow door because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. So Jesus' teaching is very clear. Make every effort to enter through the narrow door. And uh, so when we make every effort, we are not waiting for things to happen. Okay, we, we, we make it happen. And uh, some people may not like to hear this because we are so religiously uh, tuned up or we say everything is, a, we, we want to walk in the will of God. And, but but it's, it's just talk. But Jesus is telling us that, hey, you need to, you need to, Make every effort. So to make every effort, we need to understand what God is saying. We need to plan. We need to strategize. We, you know, there's, we, there's a lot of hard work involved. That's why I say we make it happen. Okay? We want to enter through uh, the narrow, narrow door. And we must understand there is a window of opportunity for us to enter to what God has prepared for us. Because once you enter through the narrow door, you walk in God's way, you will enter into the inheritance, the, the life that Jesus promised. And continuing in verse 25, it says, once the owner of the house get up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you come from. So there is a window of opportunity when God is opening up uh, things for us to do. And, and if we don't seize those moments, those opportunities, it could be gone. Right? And uh, so even though when we seek after it later on, the door could be closed forever. And uh, I do know of a situation where I have missed it, we have missed it as a church, you know, and in terms of moving in to take possession of a building for the benefit of the staff, but because we, we did not really make every effort, you know, I thought it was too pricey and then I give up rather than continue to work on it. And, and eventually the price dropped, we didn't know. And the property was uh, uh, purchased by, by, by other people. And I really regretted this, right? But because we didn't make every effort, I sort of give up while, and, and, and we missed the opportunity. So in life, there are many situations like that. God opens the door for us so that we enter into His life. But we, we didn't make every effort and we miss it. 
And then uh, let's look at uh, Matthew 7, verse 13 to 14. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to light. And only a few find it. So the scripture is very clear. There are people who make effort to enter, but they didn't make every effort. Just like, you know, I, I wanted to buy that uh, building for our expansion, but I didn't make every effort. So there it is. We missed it. Okay? So, so there are many people who make efforts to enter in, but they, they could not enter. But there are few who find it, right? Because they entered to the narrow gate and narrow the road that leads to life. They walk on that narrow road through the gates that leads to life. And if you're a driver, you know when you go on a very narrow road, sometimes I see, uh, watch on the TV, the, they, they, they film those tracks going to the narrow terrain and, and road. I don't know how they make it. But it's frightening. You see, so when we walk on that narrow road, we have to focus like the tra- drivers because the road is so narrow. You cannot look up to the left, look to the right. You know, you cannot appreciate the nice scenery that could have been around. You have to keep your eyes on the road. And that's what it means to walk on that narrow road. And many of us, we, we are so casual, we wait for things to happen. You know, we are not walking on a narrow road. Because when we walk on that narrow road, you know, you know, you really need to focus and tense. Some people say, oh, I, I didn't feel the joy when I'm doing a... Uh, 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 the ministry, so it's not God's will. How foolish. When you walk on a narrow road, you think you're going to feel with joy, you know, happiness. It broad is the way. You know, when you're walking in that broad way, wow, there's a lot of fun, there's a lot of happiness. But when you go on that narrow road, my goodness, so many times you're under so much pressure, you sweat it. You know, you have to really focus. You have, you have no freedom, limited freedom. It's not like you can swerve this way, go that way you want. No, you cannot. So let's not be deceived by some of the things that we, 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 we understand as if that is God's way, right? And there are many times serving God is hard. There's a lot of struggle going on that narrow road. And even the Lord Jesus, you know, you read his story, he cried, he prayed because he was on that narrow road. I don't know what makes people think that, oh, when I walk on God's way, then I'll be filled with peace, then I'll feel with, with you know, joy and so on. And uh, listen in verse 21. He said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, 
but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Only the one. Only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven, uh, who is in heaven. Verse 22, Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive up demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evil doers. You know, as I mentioned before, these are verses that we struggle, that we do not really comprehend, even though we try. But Jesus knew something we don't, and we better take serious note of what Jesus said. Only a few will be saved, and uh, not everyone who does what is Seemingly right, casting out demons, prophesying in the name of God. He said, you know, they will, many of these will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Only those who does the will of the Father. So our, our purpose is to live up what God wants, do what He wants, and not, uh, not what we want. And so, there will be struggles, okay? And we really need to understand God so that we would not misinterpret what is the will of God. You know, Jesus healed on the Sabbath day. And uh, the Jews, wow, when that happened, they really uh, argue and... and uh, uh, complain and say, how can this be? We're not supposed to work on Sabbath. So many times, you know, in our religious understanding, a limited understanding, if we do not really know the will of God, we, we are talking, we are doing things which God will turn around and say, I don't know you. You evildoer. You know, but to them, they are doing the will of God. To them, they are fighting, you know, what God has said, the law. We are to obey. And uh, in our present day context, it happens too often in church. People who do not understand the word of God, but who think that they are doing the will of God and create problems, strife, division, you know, just like what these Jewish leaders are doing. So Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by Himself. He can do only what He sees His Father doing. Because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. So in response to their argument and complaining, Jesus said, the Son can do nothing by Himself. It's not that Jesus is powerless and that, that he cannot do anything. No. But it's his heart and his, his uh, uh, mind and his, his life that he will only do what the Father does, what he sees the Father does. And this is our prayer. This should be our prayer, God. This is our desire. We just want to do 
what you want us to do. But to do that, you need to understand. Have a true understanding of God and His Word. Not assume, just like the Jews. They assume they know. They think they know. But we got to be corrected. We got to have an open heart. We got to allow God to speak because it can go against our understanding. And we need to let go. Just like Jesus on his struggle, he has to let go of his own will and to do the Father's will. And the Son, he said, the Son, and we are the sons of God because of Jesus. And that should be our prayer. That should be our kind. You know, the Son can only do what the Father is doing. And the verses that we read earlier, Jesus said, many will be kept out. You know, only a few will be safe. So, let's take that warning. You know, if you are in uh, living by a teaching that tells you that, oh, just believe Jesus. Well, yes, that's true. Simple faith is enough, you know, for you to enter into heaven, to for you to receive salvation. But it's obedient faith that will cause you to be able to rule and reign with Jesus. Okay, simple faith, just believing in Jesus, yes, by grace, by His, His uh, mercy, we are saved. Simple faith. But for us to rule and reign, for us to enter into the inheritance, it takes obedient faith. Even the son had to learn suffering. Even Jesus had to learn suffering. The son. The son can only do what the father is doing. So we who wants to truly enter into the kingdom of God, you know, we have to walk according to to his kingdom principle according to uh, his ways. So where does the narrow road lead us? Okay, first we were on a broad way, we are saved, we are brought into Christ, and eventually as we follow him, he leads us to the narrow door. We struggle, we need to let go of our will in order to enter into the narrow door walking in that narrow road. So where does that rope lead us? That rope leads us to the cross. That rope leads us to the cross. I want you to hear that clearly. Because it's only beyond the cross there is the resurrection light. It's only beyond the cross there is the glory. There is the inheritance. There is the reward. There is the authority to rule and reign. And uh, people who fail to understand this, many of them, they walk, walk, walk until they, they enter into that narrow uh, gate and then they want to give up because they were not expecting the cross. 
They thought that's it, you know, and it would be bleeds and it would be, yes, but it comes beyond the cross. It comes beyond the suffering. John 14, verse 28 and 29. You heard me say, I'm going away and I'm coming back to you. If you love me, you would be glad that I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I've told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. So Jesus is warning us, Jesus is telling us that this is the way, so that you will not be surprised, so that you will not run away when you face this kind of narrow road. Because when I go to the Father, when I am going away or when I face the cross, I will come back again. See? Beyond the cross, there is a resurrection. I'm coming back again. And uh, yes, it's not easy. But Jesus said, if you love me, you will be glad. I'm going to the Father. If you love me, you'll be glad that this is the way we are to go because it accomplishes the Father's will. The Father is greater than I. I can remember a lot of people are so glad when they are walking on the narrow road. You know, we hear complaints, we hear murmur, we hear people who quit because they face some of these difficulties. But Jesus' heart and desire is always the Father, the Father's will, what the Father's want, what the Father is doing. And it means leading to the cross. It means death, right? So that the Father's will can be accomplished. Jesus said, I'm telling you, so that when it happens, you will believe. So don't assume that we really love the Father. Because Jesus said, if you love me, you will be glad. You will be glad that I'm going to the Father. And uh, when we love God, even though the way is hard, the suffering is painful. The rejection breaks our hearts. But because we are walking on the Father's, uh, the, the narrow road that leads to life, we, 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 are, we, we, we are grateful. We, are, we, we love Him. We want to do it. And, and let's read this verse in John 14. Verse 30. I will not say much more to you, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me. But he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. So we, we must make up our decision how we're going to live. 
Jesus said the world will learn that I truly love the Father because I do exactly, exactly what my Father has commanded me. So God is leading us in that narrow road so that we can do exactly what He desires. And uh, when we do exactly what God wants, you know, the Father has, uh, the, the, the prince of this world, the devil, has no hold over us. It has nothing to do with us when we do exactly what the Father's want. And, and unfortunately, many times we, we are not doing that. We're doing something that the Father's want. We're doing something that the world wants or, or what the demons are speaking to us. And that's why Satan can use us. That's why Satan can use uh, uh, Peter. One moment he's talking sense, and then another moment he's being used by the, the, the devil, Judas. Yes, he was following Jesus, but then, you know, not exactly. And so the enemies was able to come in to, to use them. And, and similarly, today, you know, it's not that we don't believe in Jesus. It's not that we don't love Jesus. But it's how much we love Him. Do we love Him just like the Son, that we will do exactly what He does? Well, we are doing something, right? Yeah, I go to church. Yeah, you know, it's, it's as if that's, that's it. We do something that God wants, right? But we are not doing what He exactly, what, what He wants. And so we are losing. We are losing the eternal life that He wants to give to us. So the narrow way is doing exactly what the Father has commanded. And that's the proof that we love the Father. Right? Jesus said, I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me to do. So, uh, so the danger of partial obedience. You know, somehow... We deceive ourselves because we, yeah, we believe in Jesus. Yes, we love Jesus. Yes, we are doing some of the things. But, but what God is looking for when we walk on that narrow road that leads to life is to do exactly what the Father desires. And so I pray that uh, this evening, you know, what a way to end this year's teaching. The, the call for us to know the Father, to know His will, to do exactly what He does, what He wants us to do, to show that we love Him, you know, we love Him with all of our heart, to show that, you know, we are walking on that narrow road that leads to eternal life. So God has tremendous things uh, prepared for His children, but it requires us to walk through that narrow door and uh, walk on that narrow road that leads to the cross. And beyond that cross is glory. Beyond that cross is eternal life. It's abundant life. We may struggle when we go through walking on that road, going through the pain and the rejection, the torment and whatever. But you know something? 
when we're walking in that narrow road, Satan has no part in us. He has nothing to do with us. And we would not let him use us. And uh, beyond that, thank God, thank God, beyond that is the resurrection. Beyond that is the power and the authority to rule and reign. May the Lord bless us. And uh, as we look to a new year, may, may we continue to walk in this way to glorify His name. Shall we pray? Father, we thank You for Your wonderful uh, grace and goodness and, and, and the privilege of being able to serve You, to walk following our Lord Jesus in that narrow road. We thank You that You have promised that we will receive life, life eternal. We will inherit the inheritance that you have for us. And we pray for everyone who listened to this message. And Lord, I pray that we will continue to grow, continue to know you more, and uh, to walk in obedience to you. And we bless you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. The Lord bless you. We'll see you again. Bye-bye.